Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I'm here to bring you the preview show, BFW's podcast ahead of Bayern Munich's big Bundesliga match against FC Augsburg. And what should be extremely interesting considering the midweek disappointing result that Bayern Munich had at Villarreal, where the Bavarians dropped a 1-0 decision to the Spaniards. And it puts Bayern Munich in a very tough spot for the Champions League. But that will be our focus of the weekend warm-up podcast. For this one, we will be talking about Augsburg in a brief format. Uh, we've got a bit of a logjam of podcasts going on, so we wanted to make sure we hit each of them. Of course, you should be checking out the post-game show that I Need No Name uh, produced after the Via Real match. We'll have this preview podcast for the Augsburg game. And then we will, of course, have the weekend warm up, which captures all of the latest commentary on the news that happened over the week. But for this show, the focus is on Augsburg. And all of a sudden, this game became very, very interesting because not only did Bayern Munich drop that match against Villarreal, uh, the Bavarians, of course, have been very good in the league. They're currently holding a nine point lead over second place Borussia Dortmund. But now Julian Nagelsmann is faced with a dilemma. And this is something that I'm sure he was thinking about even before the result that happened on Wednesday. But Nagelsmann has to look at rest versus rust in this game. And that's going to be the theme of this show that we carry over and we talk about who might play, who might sit, and how that how that could impact the lineup ahead of the next Villarreal match. But let's start out like we always do and take a look at where each club is in the standings. And for Bayern Munich, of course, they are in first place of the Bundesliga. Through 28 match days, the Bavarians have 21 wins, three draws, and four losses. They have 85 goals for, 29 against, and have compiled 66 points. Over the course of Bayern Munich's last five Bundesliga matches, they are uh, they have compiled three wins and two draws. Of course, the last Bundesliga match was a 4-1 victory over SC Freiburg. In the league, Bayern Munich's doing pretty fantastic. They're in good shape to capture yet another Bundesliga title. But I think that's kind of uh, in the background for a lot of fans right now. As for Augsburg, uh, they are sitting in 13th place through 28 match days. They have eight wins, eight draws, 12 losses. They have scored 34 goals. They have 45 goals allowed. They have 32 points, which puts them just one point ahead of 14th place Wolfsburg. I mean, how is Wolfsburg down that low? It's still a a crazy thing, a crazy question uh, as to how that happened this year. But Augsburg is taking advantage of it. They're pushing themselves up the table. Realistically, with some breaks, Augsburg is in a position to be able to catch 12th place Borussia Mönchengladbach, 11th place VFL, Bochum, and maybe, just maybe, if things broke right, uh, they'd be able to get up to 10th place and catch Mainz, but that remains to be seen. Augsburg, of course, will have its work cut out over its last five games. They have three wins, one draw, and one loss. Uh, In their last two uh, league matches, uh, Augsburg last weekend beat Wolfsburg 3-0, and then they had a midweek match against Mainz which was a makeup for a game that was canceled because of COVID-19. Augsburg won 2-1 over Mainz midweek. So Augsburg will also be dealing with some heavy legs, of course, from the condensed schedule. 
which probably is advantageous to Bayern Munich at this stage. I would anticipate that Bayern will be dealing with some heavy legs itself as it prepares for this match. Now, this all of a sudden became interesting after that loss to Villarreal for Bayern Munich because Nagelsmann has to really sort out how he wants to approach this. Does he want to use those players who played against Villarreal and who might be in the lineup on Tuesday against Villarreal in the second leg of that, or does he want to rest them? And to be honest, it's a very difficult situation for Nagelsmann, and I think he's going to hedge his bet and play some of them, uh, bench some others, and really use his subs to the max in this one. I think the result of this one probably doesn't matter as much to Nagelsmann, but it could be uh, it could be a game that really carries some weight in the league standings as Bayern Munich has some very tough upcoming matches on its schedule. And to get three points against Augsburg would be key at this juncture of the season, even if in reality many people are chalking up another Bundesliga title to Bayern Munich right now. So let's, let's just take a look at Augsburg. Obviously, Augsburg, with its record, eight wins, eight draws, 12 losses, they've been a side that has been up and down all season long. Uh, this is not... This is not the Augsburg side that I think was as dangerous as what we saw a couple of years back. Um, I don't want to say that they're tame by any means, but they have not been consistently good, and that that has been an issue. They did make a big acquisition over the winter transfer window by bringing in uh, USMNT striker Ricardo Pepe, who has not really asserted himself that well yet for Augsburg. Of course, it is a huge jump to go from MLS to the Bundesliga. So I would anticipate that transition to take a little bit longer. It's been a very soft landing for Pepe. And I I think that he'll need some time to get used to the size, the speed, and the physicality of the Bundesliga and just the better technical play than what he probably saw in MLS. No knock on MLS. It's just a different standard. So uh, Pepe, of course, has a lot of potential, but he is in a position where he's going to be able to learn on the fly. Another player that you might want to, yeah, actually, probably a couple of midfielders you might want to keep an eye on for Augsburg. Arn Meyer, who at one point was considered one of Germany's rising prospects, has not really lived up to the billing, but has turned in a, a decent season for Augsburg and could be a player that is, uh, is important in this match for them if he gets the call to be in the lineup. Another one is former Bayern Munich Academy hand, Nicholas Dorsch, who has really started this season on fire and was gaining a lot of attention for his his international play and his transition into being a key player in the Bundesliga for Augsburg. Dorsch is one of those players that some Bayern fans were even calling to bring back. Uh, Of course, he was one of the many young players on campus who ran into a log jam in the midfield, did not see a future for himself at Bayern Munich and opted to move on before he got stuck. And uh, credit to him because he's made the most out of it. He is he's really worked his way up and shown that he's got some potential. Uh, I don't know from this point what his ceiling is. I think that a club like Augsburg right now is a very good place for him. He's learning. He's getting better. He's getting valuable experience. He's putting together some good film for the scouts that are watching him. So credit to him for taking advantage of the situation. But as far as this match goes for Augsburg, it's very tough to see a way how they're going to be able to knock off Bayern Munich, even if Bayern uses a bit of a scab lineup um, 
it could be tough uh, for Augsburg to get much going offensively and defensively. I, I just think they're overmatched at this point. And no matter who Byron starts uh, in its attack, they should have the advantage in this one. So for Augsburg, this is going to be tough to get three points. I think, you know, a lot of this is going to depend on which Bayern Munich team that we see. And that's the big question. What team is Julian Nagelsmann going to roll out there? I think he is in a very difficult spot. He has some players not operating at 100%. So we know that Robert Lewandowski was battling a rib injury, and there might be some thought to give him a rest in this match. But uh, when you look at things and you see uh, who is available for Bayern Munich and uh, you factor in the injury to Eric Maxim Chupo-Moting, actually the illness and the injury that he suffered in his last international match, you know, COVID-19 is, has proven to be nothing to, to joke around about when it comes to Bayern Munich. So it's doubtful we would see uh, Chupo back. In fact, I think he's already been ruled out. Bunasar is also hurt. Quarantan Tolisso is, has a muscle injury. So we can pretty much cross those three right off our list. Um, but as far as Lewandowski goes, who would Bayern go with? Would they pull up? a young striker for this match? Would they opt to use someone like Serge Gnabry, Kingsley Coman, or even Jamal Musiala in sort of a false nine role? Uh, There are a lot of possibilities for Nagelsmann. He just has to really look at who he wants to play Tuesday and figure out whether those individual players need some more game time to shake off some rust or whether they could benefit from a little rest and, Nagelsmann is in a very tough spot because he has some very stubborn players who do not like to sit out. So when I started the process of trying to figure out who I would predict was going to be in this lineup, I I went with a mix of rest versus rust. I think he will absolutely rest some players and, 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 and really give them a chance to get their legs back. And I think he'll also use some some players that that maybe he normally would rest because they need to shake some rust off. But it's a very delicate situation. Of course, it became a little more complicated at the end of the match. Uh, Alfonso Davies was was complaining about uh, dizziness and, and and a headache. Of course, that would lead some to think that a concussion might be involved. It would be irresponsible to really state that's the case, but. Uh, those are typically a couple of the symptoms for a concussion. Uh, no word yet on whether Davies is going to play in this one, but uh, we have seen some some talk that he's okay, but that doesn't mean that you know he doesn't have a concussion and that he will be used. So um, Davies was a whole separate subject. He was absolutely in physical shape to play against Villarreal, but uh, he was very rusty on the ball, had some you know, bad decisions on it, and also – uh, just was not as good of a passer as we've seen. Uh, he really did struggle, I thought, adjusting to the speed of play, and which is crazy to think because he's so fast. But it was just that he needed, you know, to to get some game time before that. Probably was not the most wise decision to to start him and play him the whole match. But that's something we can talk about later on the weekend warm up. Uh, but when you look at some of the situations, Nagelsmann has to make some tough calls. So let's take a quick look at who we think is going to start this match for Bayern Munich. In goal, we will go with Manuel Neuer. And that's <laughs> it's crazy to say because you barely ever say it, but Neuer was pretty bad against Villarreal. 
And, uh, you know, I think he's the type of guy who's going to stay in there. He's not going to want to rest. He's not going to really seed his position. So I'm pretty confident that we are going to see Neuer back in the mix. From here, it gets a little complicated. Does Nagelsmann roll with a back three that he prefers, or does he go with a back four that he'll probably use against Villarreal? Um, The thinking here is that he's going to look at his personnel and he's going to evaluate things and opt for a back four. It might not be the back four you think. I'm going to go with more of a rest strategy here for the back four. So I think Nagelsmann is going to roll out a center back tandem uh, tandem of Tengai Nianzu and Nicholas Sula. Sula, of course, came on as a sub. I think he should have started against Villarreal rather than come on as a sub. I think that was a big miss by Nagelsmann. But I think Sula is going to have to come out and play. Now you can't sit him two games in a row. Too good of a player. He's too important to the team. So now you're in a position where you have to start Sula. And I don't know how that affects his status for Tuesday's match against Villarreal. Uh, I would think that... uh, Bayern Munich is going to really have to decide, make some really tough choices here on who they're going to use. And and Sula is one of them. I do think that even coming off an injury, Sula is going to get this time. And then Nagelsmann is going to look at things and decide later on who he wants to line up at center back for the Champions League match on Tuesday. So with Nianzu and Sula at center back, that tells you I'm going with a back four. And I do think that Nagelsmann is going to rest Benjamin Pavar and Alfonso Davies. I think we will see Omar Richards, and I think we will see Josip Stanisic. That also puts Luca Hernandez on the bench and Dio Upamakano on the bench. So I think that, that Nagelsmann is going to rest Upamakano. He's going to rest Hernandez, and he's going to rest Davies. For as much as Davies might need the work on the ball in a game situation, uh, the fact that it's his, really a second game back after a bout with myocarditis and the fact that he had some concussion-like symptoms after the match against Villarreal, uh, I, I think that it's just safer to, to have him sit out and deal with the consequences of that later. I think he just needs a little more time. Uh, as for Hernandez, as for Upamakano, I think it's a no-brainer. Hernandez will be back in the lineup against Villarreal. Upamakano continued his up and down season did not think he was good against Villarreal so uh, a little bit of rest for him might help in the midfield again Nagelsmann is in a tough spot and I think he he kind of put himself in a corner with this started Goretzka last weekend against SC Freiburg probably a mistake probably should have started Musiala and, and saved Goretzka for the Champions League but he didn't so this now creates a situation where Goretzka uh, started last weekend came on as a sub, got elbowed in the face, uh, bloodied up. So how that affects him for this match, I think he'll be fine, but it it was not good. I think Nagelsmann put himself in this situation by promising Musial that he would either start against Freiburg or start against Villarreal. And he fulfilled that promise, and that was probably to the detriment of the team. Musial was not great against Villarreal. In fact, I think he was it was one of his more poor showings. Uh, he still has that that youthful energy, but just I did not think he he played a good match. So uh, in this one, I think it, it will be impossible for Nagelsmann to talk Joshua Kimmich off the cliff. And I think Kimmich will again play. And I think Goretzka will start as well. And I think that we'll probably have to turn around and use these two in the double pivot on Tuesday. Uh, Musiala, uh, I think, will come on as a sub and get a good amount of playing time in this one. 
But uh, I do think that that Nagelsmann is going to roll out with Kimmich and Goretzka and give them a chance to work together, hopefully to get back in sync in time for Villarreal. Uh, it's kind of funny with Musiala because I think every Bayern fan just loves the kid. I think he, so everyone can see his talent. Everyone can see how impactful he is. But uh, that moment seemed a little too big for him at the time. And while he's he's just got unlimited potential, I think that was a big miss by Julian Nagelsmann. And, and honestly, to me, it reeked a little bit of arrogance to, to, to keep a player like Goretzka on the bench and just think you're going to get the same type of output and consistency uh, from a player like Musiala at this stage. So I uh, was not a big fan of Goretzka starting on the bench against Villarreal. As far as the attack goes, I think we're going to see Leroy Sané. Serge Gnabry was wholly ineffective against Villarreal. Sané and Gnabry have been flip-flopping lately. I think Sané has found himself in the doghouse a little bit of late. There were some issues at practice uh, where Nagelsmann had to reprimand him. And of course, there was the story, non-story last week about Sané being out at a wine bar at 1.30 in the morning on Thursday, which it may or may not concern you. I personally was not concerned. But either way, it gets publicity. And, you know, coming off of the practice incident probably was a bad look for him. Just unfortunate timing. I think normally most people would just brush that off. On the other side, I think we're going to see Kingsley Coman. Coman was the best player on the pitch for Bayern against Villarreal. It it could be a situation where Nagelsmann opts to rest Coman. But Coman, for as good of an effort as he put out, it was not great on the ball. He did try and make things happen but suffered like many of his teammates, was not precise, was not accurate with his passing. So uh, I think Nagelsmann will use the wingers as a tune-up for Tuesday. So we'll see Sané and Coman probably in both matches. You know, I'll probably be wrong, but I think that's just how it will go. I think Gnabry is going to be the odd man out in both of the next two matches. Uh, we will see the tandem of Robert Lewandowski and Thomas Muller again. I think this will be a short shift for both players. This could be an area where we see both Gnabry and Musiala coming and make an impact at about the 60-minute mark. I do think Nagelsmann is going to give Lewandowski and Muller a little bit of run to hopefully get them back in sync and on the same page. They were both were pretty awful against Villarreal, um, but... Serge Gnabry and Musiala would be good players to be able to bring in and come in for 30 or 35 minutes and provide some offense. But I think Nagelsmann put himself in a very difficult situation with how he's managed the last few games. Probably should have rested Lewandowski last weekend, probably should have rested uh, a couple of other players last weekend. And now that he's put himself in this position, he's got to figure out this whole rest versus rust debate and as you can see, I hedged on my lineup. I'm very interested to see what Nagelsmann does with his. As for a prediction on this match, I, you know, originally I was thinking this could be a three-goal game for Bayern Munich, but then I saw what happened against Real. So I'm going to go with a 2-1 victory for Bayern. I think it's going to be a little harder than it probably needs to be. Bayern has some terrific talent, but I'm not sure what tactics Nagelsmann, Nagelsmann is going to use. Is he going to go back three or back four? Who is he going to play to populate that? What key players will be rested? We don't know the answers to any of those questions as of yet. We also don't know if there are any underlying health effects for Goretzka or Davies or anyone else from the Villarreal match. So all of this is open at this point. And uh, it'll be pretty fascinating to see how Nagelsmann handles it. This is his first real test as the Bayern Munich manager and trying to sort through having this type of talent on the squad how he can keep them happy, and how he can get them focused, not just for this game on Saturday against Augsburg, 
but against Villarreal for the Champions League. I look at these two games as being connected and how Nagelsmann handles this will have absolutely have a trickle-down effect uh, from Augsburg to Villarreal. So let's, uh, let's hope he can push the right buttons, get Bayern back on track, and that the squad is set up nicely to challenge Villarreal in what will be a fascinating and interesting matchup on Tuesday. So I just want to say thanks again for listening. You can always get me on the bar- at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can get our site at the Variant FB Works. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. You can get Tom at Tommy Adams 71 You can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner. And you can get Samarin and Schnitzel on our site with the posts that they write and the podcast that they do. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the match. Hopefully you're feeling a little bit better about things, but I know it's, uh, it's tough right now. So uh, we will see you next time.